Arizona, Arizona Sports. Sports. Burns and Gambo talk with a decision maker from the Coyotes front office. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Three o'clock hour of the Burns and Gambo show coming off an overtime win against Calgary on Tuesday, 4-3. The Coyotes are back in action tonight as their four-game homestand continues. They've got Vancouver tonight. And joining us right now, the general manager of the Arizona Coyotes, Bill Armstrong, who joins us here on Burns and Gambo. Bill, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. Did you fill out an NCAA tournament bracket or no interest in college basketball? Uh, you know, I have no interest in college basketball. Um, it, it's hard at this job, like, you know, because you, you do have some interest. It's just at the point of you just don't have time. <laughs> and you know what? You know, the staff really doesn't ask me either. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. So I'm, I'm sure they all have their pools and everything, but they don't really ask the GM. You know? You know it's yeah. just they don't include me in that type of fun. So, Back yeah. in the day, we used to run a pool here. It was called the Andrew Jackson Pool. And Ronick and, and Kachuk and Dally Drake and Donor and Danny Briere and all those guys used to give me 20 bucks to get into the bracket because they had so much fun. Fun picking the teams. <laughs> Donor always thought he was good at it, but uh, but but he wasn't. But let let let's talk about the big news today. We got a story up on our website yep. right now that Josh Doan has agreed to a three year entry level deal, and he's going to join the Roadrunners. Going to play his first pro game on Friday against the Calgary Wranglers at the Tucson Convention Center. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a big signing for us. You know, Josh is a great kid. He's uh, He's someone that, you know, in the draft, our scouts just pounded the table for. Uh, he's got some great hockey sense. And I think he makes everybody better on the ice around him. Um, you know, and, and, you know, at ASU, uh, this year was, uh, was, was, you know, a year where there were a lot of injuries on their team. Uh, it was, it was a tough year for injuries and he still managed to kind of lead that team. He was captain of the team. Uh, and he was always the best player on the ice every night. So we're really looking forward to him. You know, and coming into uh, league and and uh, showing what he can do and, and get up and running in the pro game. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the, the the drafting, the second round picks, and you know, you you you've done a great job. Second round picks usually have a hard time making it in the NHL, but you've had a lot of success with second round picks. Yeah, and and everybody talks about the first round, and you guys are gonna have two first round picks this year. But but you guys put so much emphasis in those second rounds, and you've acquired a lot of assets yeah. in the second round. Tell me about your philosophy in drafting when you get to the second round. Well, I, I believe there's players there, uh, you know, and, 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 and you know, we've drafted Yannis Moser, and we've proved that we got him at the back of the second round, and he's a he's a heck of a player for us already. Um, I think you can make some hay. I think you can find some good play, players there. Um, I think there's always players that somehow have a bad year, something happens, and they always find, you know, success. And, and uh, you know, when I was with the Blue Draft, Jordan Kataru and the Barbershevs out of those eras, and, uh, you know, the Joel Edmondsons and uh, the Vince Dunn's, they're all really good players in the NHL, and they, and they, and they had a huge impact, and, and they're found in the second round. So a lot of the philosophy uh, that we had was to go out there and acquire as many second rounders as we can and take it many swings as we can um, also at the same time it allows us to, to to grab assets and move up in the draft because the second rounders do have value I know baseball uh, basketball is a little bit different where like the second round has no value 
Like, none. You know, none. Uh, Very little. Yeah, yeah, none at all. So it's, it's, it's interesting. But in hockey, you can find players there. Bill Armstrong, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. One more question, at least for me, when it comes to, to Josh Doan. Is this... A year early than maybe everybody thought this was going to happen with Josh, and if that's the case, what was the the reasoning or what was the impetus behind that acceleration for him? What what made it allowed it to happen faster than maybe we were expecting, Bill? Um, well, well, for us, I, I think we were right on target. You know, okay. this is how we kind of had a plan was for him to kind of come out at this time and point. You know, spend two good years of college hockey. He had two great years at ASU and then make the next step. And uh, for us, he's right on track. He's right where he's supposed to be. Um, and, you know, he continues to, you know, he'll take his journey into the pros, uh, you know, soon. And he's going to play Calgary, the best team in the league down there. And, uh, you know, I've always had great value on when players jump in um, at the end of the season from, from amateur and they go and they play pro because then when they go train in the summer, they get an idea of what it's like in the pro life and how good they are and how you know, just their habits are. It can really help them for the next year. They go back and they know the standard of what the pro game's at and how how they have to get better to to get up there. I'm going to go back to the draft because I'm I'm just fascinated by it. You know, you you mentioned the NBA. Yeah, most NBA teams would rather have one first-round pick than five second-round picks. And that's just the truth, five or six second-round picks. You took took a calculated gamble with the trade of of, of Jacob Chikrin, and I completely understand where you were coming from. The grades weren't very good. You got criticized a little bit, but Ottawa's lost three games in a row right now. They're eight eight points out of a playoff spot and running out of time. You took that gamble, and I think everybody thought Ottawa would make a run and get to the playoffs. Ottawa doesn't make the playoffs. You have a chance to maybe have the sixth overall pick in in the NHL yeah. draft with that trade. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's some risk in the trade for sure, uh, depending where they finish. Uh, but there's also a lot of reward. Um, they've got one of the toughest road schedules out there, and they haven't played extremely well on the road. Um, so, you know, you never know how they're going to do. Um, uh, but, you know, from, from our calculations, it was a tough road schedule that they're going to go through. And when we put our odds in there, that it could be a pretty good pick. And, you know, uh, right now it looks to be that way, but uh, we'll see after the lottery falls and uh, on May 8th, and uh, we'll see where we're at there. Uh, yeah, and to my point, I would imagine as a GM, you would rather have the sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth pick than two first round picks that are in the twenty. Is that correct? Yeah, you you can't. I mean, you you the high. I mean, if you take you know, let's say thirty and twenty seven in the first round, and you take those two first rounders and you trade up, you maybe get to fifteen. You know, maybe to fourteen. You know, where we've got a chance to pick anywhere from you know five to I, I think the pick will fall five to twelve. That's a good value for us. Uh, that you get a chance to get a money maker up in that area, and uh, you know it gives us, and it also gives us two second rounders. Um, you know, Washington. You never know how how that will fall next year. It could be a good pick, and then Ottawa uh, the following year. So we're going to get to, you know you know three really good picks out of it. Uh, we're happy about it. It's going to give us a chance to move forward as an organization. And you know, also you know people don't talk about this very much, but you know with 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 moving Chick out of the organization and moving Ghost, you know Valimaki and Moser have 
you know, stepped up into the into the limelight and played very well. Um, our record has been extremely good uh, with those two guys taking on major minutes. And uh, and not to say what the, you know the player that we picked up with Kesselring, he's a, he's a big rig too that can play back there. So and Mackey also too. So some of the young guys have had to step up, but it's actually helped us, and we've actually played pretty well with them in the lineup. Last one for Bill Armstrong is the Coyotes hosting Vancouver tonight at Mullet Arena, and I know we have asked you time and time again about Mullet Arena and how it's worked out for you there. Four in a row, nine, nine of your last 13, four in a row, 18, 11, and three in that building. Crazy. It's crazy, right? I mean, it's, it's got to be even better than you thought it was going to be in terms of what that building has meant to you. Oh, it's it's just an amazing. Our comebacks there are just incredible. <laughs> like it's just been a and and you know it's a Tuesday night, you know, and and before we were at you know out in Glendale, and you know the, the atmosphere wasn't very good, and I'm sure Gamble's been there before, and on those Tuesday nights, it's just it, it was it was empty, you know, and Tough. and now we we go into a packed, sold out place. Our players love playing out of there. The fans love going there. Such a great atmosphere. The other team's got some fans in there chanting back and forth. And it's just a special place. I mean, I don't, there's not another arena in the NHL that even comes close to that with the intimacy that that provides and the intensity. Uh, we got great ice there, so it's been a it's been a really unbelievable experience, and and you can see with our home record, you know, here we are in the middle of the rebuild, we're eight and eleven at home, so it's crazy, um, but it's it's been a great experience, and uh, very appreciative of that ramp. Bill, we appreciate the time as always. Best of luck tonight. Always good to chat with you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Uh, the last thing I would say, uh, Gamble, I look forward to seeing you with your Vancouver OEL jersey on up there in the stands. All right. <laughs> The guy ever played. I'll, I'll, I'll wave to you from my box. All right. <laughs> oh man, is he still in the league? Bill was Bill was sitting on that like a ninja, uh, just waiting to you strike. Know those, I love it. That's you great. know those big styrofoam uh, hands that have one. You know what I mean? You're gonna have that on your hand with a jersey yeah. on the back. I didn't even know the guy was still. Be... I didn't even know the guy was still in the league. <laughs> 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 Bravo, Bill. Bravo. That was, so All good. Right. that was the highlight of my day. That was, right the, that was the steal of the century sure when he made that trade, man. Good. That was the steal of the century. <laughs> good, good luck, Bill. Thanks uh, for the laugh. Rob All, right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. Thanks very much. Uh, you got it. Bill Armstrong, general manager of the Coyotes, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show.